Hey there, success buddy. Welcome to the Leaving Nowhere podcast with me, Candace Willie. I created this podcast for you. I've spent my entire life learning lessons the hard way. Through those experiences, I realized that all roads really do lead to success. Sometimes we just need better directions on how to get there. Join my guests and I in learning how Leaving Nowhere can help you get to exactly where you want to be. We'll share stories of success and the various methods we've used to help us get there. Let Leaving Nowhere be a compass in helping you achieve your greatest desires. So your journey to success starts here. Thank you for joining today's episode where we will explore the guiding principle of self-worth. As noted in the 10 guiding principles for leaving nowhere, self-worth is about taking personal ownership as no one can take our power or confidence without our permission. It also is being kind to yourself and remember that we're in the driver's seat. For the entire month, we'll be focusing on topics specific to this principle. So to start us off, let's ensure we're all thinking about personal power and confidence in the same way. Power is a unique way to think about having control over oneself. Our personal power is impacted when we allow others to influence us both positively and negatively. The truth is, as humans, we give our power and take others' power all the time. As an example, if you have or have had a teenager in your life, or think back to when you were a teenager, life changed significantly when we realized our parents had no real control or power over us. It is around that time that we stopped taking direction from others and started to navigate our own choices. A common time for learning this life skill is young adulthood. This is also when we start to let individuals or other groups influence our lives in a different way, such as our friends or romantic interests, to just name a few. The most important thing to note here is that there are typically outside influences that are different from the interactions that we had as adolescents. If we realize it or not, this is where many of the behaviors around power or confidence follow us into our adult lives. Deciding who and how we're going to let someone influence our life is often an unconscious choice. Another example of this would be our first loves. There isn't much we wouldn't do to gain their attention. Many times sacrificing who we are for the person they want us to be or for who we think they want. This is also a time when rejection in any form impacts our emotional well-being. It could be a friend's betrayal, a breakup, not being selected for a sports team, the lack of validation from our parents, and so on. All common examples of when we give our power to others. So the sooner we become aware of our own power and confidence, the better our decisions become around whom we allow into our lives and in what capacity. Self-worth is greatly impacted by those we surround ourselves with, so it's important that we choose wisely. In my upcoming episodes, I dive deeper into how decisions made during our youth impact our adult lives, how body image shapes our confidence, and how sex, yes, sex, impacts our self-worth. In today's world, there are far more influences that impact our ability to process our self-worth. Social media is one of them. Everyone looks so happy and their lives look so perfect. It makes you wonder, what's wrong with me? Why isn't my life going as well? Why is everybody else's life look so good? An example of how we give our power to that almighty internet. How do we stop from comparing ourselves to others? 
How do we build a deeper sense of acceptance for who we are? And more importantly, how do we find value in being different? I believe it starts with recognizing when we are sabotaging ourselves. Do you remember the cartoon where the image of an angel would sit on one shoulder and the devil on another, constantly feeding good and bad information to the person or character? That's exactly what happens in our minds without our control. There is a constant conversation going on around what we see, feel, and hear. The best way I've found to describe it is referenced in the book, Positive Intelligence, by Shirzad Shamin. In his book, he describes the saboteurs that lead to self-sabotage. He also shares how your brain's automatic mental habits limit your beliefs and assumptions about your potential and your happiness. If you've listened to my episode, Tipping Point, I talk about my recovery from clinical depression. What I didn't share is how I use the self-assessment provided on the webpage, positiveintelligence.com, to help me better understand what was influencing my ability to think differently about myself and my circumstances. I took this assessment for the first time in 2017, and I've taken it the same month for the last three years to monitor my progress. Now, as you know, I rarely do more than just give a book recommendation during one of my podcasts. However, this time I'm going to beg you to take this assessment for yourself. Shamin's book is amazing as well. However, it is a bit of an academic read. If you're intrigued or interested in learning more about how the science of your brain impacts your ability to be happy, it's a fantastic read. If you're not interested in investigating the inner workings of your brain or your ability to exercise mental fitness, I would still take the free assessment and read through the brief overview that is provided. It will help you to understand some basic behaviors that impact how you think, or in other words, understand how your self-worth is impacted by the story that we tell ourselves daily. It will help you understand your saboteurs that generate your negativity. They're what cause your stress, anxiety, self-doubt, frustration, regret, shame, guilt, and unhappiness. It will also assist in helping you to understand the sage that produces positive emotions like curiosity, empathy, creativity, calm, and clear-headed, laser-focused action. It took me almost two years to get my inner angel, my sage, and devil, my saboteurs, to work together or to keep them in the right frame of mind, literally. I'm proud to say that learning to manage my self-talk has been the greatest gift I've ever given to my confidence or my well-being. Again, the free assessment can be found at positiveintelligence.com. Remember to be open and honest with yourself when you get the results. The only person you need to convince is the same person that will benefit from the outcome, and that is you. Now for two topics that I could spend an entire year talking about. Self-care, or framed up in the guiding principles of self-worth, as kindness. As far back as I can remember, we've been taught to care for others. Caring for others is super important. However, unless you care properly for yourself, it is impossible for you to show up for others effectively or productively. My mother frequently told the story of how she sacrificed everything for her children. She even wore underwear with holes in them so her kids could have everything that they needed. If I would have been her BFF back in the day, I would have told her, girl, buy some new underwear. You deserve it. 
Not only did I feel guilty that my mom went without, I watched her give to everyone else until her body became ill and she couldn't enjoy life. Enjoying the journey is just as important as being satisfied with where it gets you. My in-laws were the same way. My husband shares how his father never missed a day of work, later to be bedridden and unable to enjoy his retirement. Earning and saving brings security, but not always happiness or fulfillment. Why do we think sacrificing ourselves is giving to others? I spend a large majority of my career fearing if I didn't work every day, I wasn't doing enough. All the years I miss spending time with my kids and missing magical moments to help already wealthy companies make more money. Why? Why was that a priority? Showing kindness is giving yourself an opportunity to indulge in the things that give you joy, energy, and fulfillment. Looking back, what I would have done to see my son's first steps instead of hearing about them from the daycare. Or being able to sit down as a family and enjoy a dinner versus rushing to get the kids fed so that I could work. While I am incredibly grateful for the career opportunities that allowed me to financially care for my children, I am certain that had I understood the concept of self-care or showing myself kindness, I would have spent my time differently. I also would have slowed down enough to know what filled my energy cup and found my guilty pleasures. It really is amazing what a hot bath, glass of wine, and an hour with Pinterest can do for my well-being. Pretty simple, yet very fulfilling. What are your guilty pleasures? Are you filling your energy cup? If not, what do you need to remove or change in your routine? Giving to yourself will give to everyone in your life. One last note on showing yourself kindness. Make sure to schedule a date with yourself. Mastering alone time is an important skill for mental well-being. Here are the three top reasons spending time with yourself is value-added. First, slow down. Life is not a race. Taking time to enjoy the little things will bring you greater joy. Second, being alone relieves anxiety. It removes distractions and gives you time to focus and reflect. And lastly, It is good for our mental and physical health. It gives our bodies an opportunity to rest and re-energize. I am excited to continue the conversation on the guiding principle of self-worth. We started the month with our special guest, Safanya Porter, talking about empowerment, maintaining a positive support network, and balancing work and motherhood. Later this month, we'll hear from the president and owner of Green Tea Hawaii, Chris Bowling. He will share why your health is an essential part of your overall well-being. I've been drinking his green tea for over two years, and I can't wait to share the difference it's made in my life. So remember, valuing and caring for ourselves is the foundation of self-worth, as well as finding happiness and success in our personal and our professional lives. Until next time, success buddies, subscribe and review this podcast on Apple or the podcast platform of your choice. Stay connected by signing up for my monthly newsletter at CandiceWilly.com or follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Thank you for joining today's episode of Leaving Nowhere. Here's to you and you accelerating your life and career.